This is the Gambling Gauchos. You're listening to the Gambling Gauchos. Talking Texas Tech, betting on the Big 12 and beyond. We've got everything you need, money lines, memes, and matadors. Well, you want to quit, Ethan? That'll be that day. Now, here's Kyle Jacobson and Rob Bro, the money line matadors, the casino cowboys, the parlay picadors. You see, in this world, there's two kinds of people, my friend. Those with loaded guns and those who dig. You dig. The Gambling Gauchos. Oh, and one more thing. It's all West Texas. It always has been. Oh, wow, I'm hot. Welcome into the Gambling Gauchos. I'm Rob Bro. He's Kyle Jacobson. The concierge of Lubbock, Texas. I'll tell you where to go. We got some picks today. We also have a little bit of uh, hate. <laughs> I don't know. We we get so we got some hate to cover in the West Virginia game, but also just in realignment. And we can start there. But we are in the Cardinal Sports Center studio. You can check them out live in person in Lubbock and Plano, and online mycardinalsports.com. They'll get you geared up for football, for maybe like a travel baseball team, high school football in the area, Texas Tech, anything you need, they can do for you in person or online. We'll also have a tailgate there this Saturday. Kyle, tell them about it. Well, I I thought of something during the intro there. A wise man named Charlie Stout once said, if I'm standing on it, it's West Texas, which is a variation of it's all West Texas. And what I like about the Cardinal Sports Center studio is wherever you and I are recording is the Cardinal Sports Center studio. And wherever the people are listening. Yeah. Like I had a I had a poker night a few weeks ago and one of my friends walks in and he goes, it's pretty cool to be here in the Cardinal Sports Center studio. I said, yeah. So anyway, we're taking the studio to the parking lot of Cardinals. We're doing a couple giveaways. Okay. One of our sponsors, Rahino Barbecue, Texas monthly top 50 barbecue joint in the entire state of Texas. They are bringing their mobile food truck out there. And we're doing giveaway 10 free plates of barbecue on Twitter and 10 free plates of barbecue on Instagram. Follow us at Gambling Gauchos on both platforms. There's a recent post. uh, It's pinned to the top of our Twitter and it's, I think, our most recent Instagram post. Follow the directions. It's basically make sure you're following us, spread the word a little bit, and you could be entered to win a free plate of the best barbecue in the world, courtesy of Rahino. And... And the tailgate is BYOB. Well, it's courtesy of Rahino and Barnett Howard and Williams. Yes. Yeah, Barnett Howard and Williams, sponsor of the Gauchos, is sponsoring this tailgate. BYOB, Kona Ice will have snow cones out there. Should be a really good time. And I don't want to jinx it, Rob. High of 85. Weather should be about as fantastic as you could hope for in week one in West Texas. Fantastic weather. So we're looking forward to it. Best weather you've ever had. Good weather. Great weather. The best weather. Everybody says that. But hey, we want to meet you all out there. Some of you that are especially coming in from out of town that we might not cross paths with here in Lubbock. Come out to the tailgate. It's free of charge to attend. There's a misconception. My mom was like, so they're doing free uh, snow cones for the kids? I was like, well, no, they're they're in business. So you got to pay for the snow cones. But it's BYOB. So whatever you're comfortable with there. Should be a really good time. And then, like we said before, we'll get you out of there on time so you can get to your tailgate at the stadium before kickoff at 7. Yeah, and uh, a couple of things, just notes. If you're going to the game on Saturday, um, clear bag policy, no re-entry policy. Um, We also have Group Love. I should have pulled up a Group Love song. Give me a second. One of Kyle's favorite bands of all time. Uh, college me would have been very excited about group love. 
uh, still touring, but they'll be there as I think at five o'clock right after the Raider walk, which I'm also excited about. You can talk over it. It's like background music. Which I'm also excited about. Raider Walk was a thing a long time ago. They'll be walking down into the stadium at about 445. Is that too hot? Get a little bit. Gates hope gates open at uh, 530 for the normal folk. If you're not a student or VIP. Take me to your best friend's house. Oh, yeah. The only problem I have with Group Love is this is the only song by them that I know. Yeah. So I'll be like waiting for them to play that. Yeah. And then either if they don't play yeah, it just walk or off. if they play it at the beginning and then it's over for two hours. I'm like, yeah. well, I don't know the rest of this catalog. Maybe I should check it out before Saturday. So 12 to 3, Tailgate Cardinals. Yes. 3 to 5, Raider Alley. 5 o'clock, Group Love. 7 o'clock, Texas Tech. Whips butt. Let's go. That'll be a hell of a day. 10 to noon, Rob Burroughs College Tailgate Show. And after the game at 10.30 or 11, we'll be back with Gaucho's After Dark. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to give some space to, you know, get home and everything. So it might be a midnight after dark. Hey, I'll be up either way watching college football. Yeah. If it's on, I'm watching it. Hell yeah. Five straight days of college football. I might lose that energy by mid-November, and I might be out on watching Oregon State at Cal. But week one, if there's something on at midnight, I'm watching it. Uh, let's talk about conference realignment just real quick. Canzano um, today. <laughs> His spin zone after the Big 12, the Big 12 announced that they were going to start conversations next week. Wilder, first of all, says, well, my source at ESPN says those talks have not started yet. Yeah, Nimrod. They said we're starting conversations next week. Yep. They've not started yet. Will, They'll start next week. Will is future tense. And Canzano's spin zone, which I enjoyed even more, was, I can't believe they're late to the party, man. Uh, they've waited too long. It's like, all right. Your Mark had to decorate his office. Okay, get moved in. And then visit every Big 12 school that matters. And then decide a plan of action before opening this. He's been on the job for 31 days. I was going to say, so two things on this. You are a year and a half away from the actual negotiations taking place. And he, and, and he Canzano, his position is that you're starting late because you're after the Pac-12. Two things on this. Your Mark's first day in office was August 1st. Yeah. What month is it currently? Uh, August 31st. Right. It's going to be September tomorrow. Another thing, like you said, the Big 12 contract is not up till a year after the Pac-12, yet we're going to market a month and a half after the Pac-12? Yes. So we're, A full year ahead of their schedule. Yeah. A year and a half ahead of their schedule. Somebody quote tweeted him and was like, it was like a fake air quote. It was like, why the Big 12 kneecapping the Pac-12's last bit of leverage is actually a good thing. And it like it's it's borderline not even parody of what he's no, trying to say. No, it's not parody. It's so awful. Him and Mandel and Wilner, it's just terrible. So I haven't seen much from Mandel lately. I guess I've just muted him or whatever. But the Canzano and Wilner stuff is willful ignorance. It's ridiculous. So let's break down what this means exactly. Okay. ESPN and Fox are, I guess, the first ones that you're going to negotiate with, at least publicly. And what it could potentially mean, I think what everybody recognizes as the potential domino in all of this is if you reach some kind of sweetheart deal that makes sense for the Hateful Eight and the new Big 12 and the old Pac-12, that you could release Texas and OU to the SEC early. How early? I don't know. If, again, the terms would have to be agreeable to the schools like Texas Tech, Baylor, Oklahoma right. State – so something you and I have talked about is in an, in an ideal world, the big reset would just be all at once. 2024, all the new Big 12 schools are here, whether that's Pac-12 four corners or not. 2024, USC, UCLA go to the Big 10 with whoever else might join them, and that's when Texas OU go to the SEC. It'd be great if everybody just – if all the realignment occurred right before the 2024 season and then from that point forward we could just move on with it. And this might be setting it up for that. Yeah, well, yeah, and then the next thing Dennis Dodd tweets out, 
Oh, man, the consequences of setting up this is that uh, the talks are intensifying to get rid of Texas and Oklahoma. No crap. That's not a consequence. That's that's I mean, that makes it sound like a negative. The whole reason you're starting this is to get rid of them early so you don't have a weird year of 14. Like, that's the plan, Dennis. And And if ESPN joins you, it's because they facilitated it. In 2021, a full year ago when this broke, we all said, yeah, right. When people were like, well, Texas, no, you were still there through 2025. We were like, something's going to happen. They'll either pay the exit fee, reach some kind of deal. Like, nobody actually thought they were going to stay for four years after that announcement. I never thought that. It doesn't make any sense. And if this news breaks, right, before the Texas game, if there's like a Labor Day weekend conference realignment announcement – and you have some news break before you play Texas, and it's, hey, they're leaving. This is the final game that you play Texas in the Big 12, and you can take that to the home crowd. First of all, you sell out. You might anyways. And secondly, the team might be a little more motivated. I don't know. I don't know that you have to get more motivation to play Texas, but obviously you needed it last year. I'll say one more thing on this. I've, I've seen – I think this is sort of a, a surface-level take, and I think there's something deeper there. I've seen it said that this allows the Big 12 to actually get a concrete number that they can then take to the four corners and say, this is what you'll make in the Big 12. I think we're past that point. Right. I think this allows you to publicize that, but it, it's sort of like USC and UCLA applying for Big 10 membership. By the time they applied, it was a done deal. Yes. And so the Big 12 already knows what the TV number will be from ESPN and Fox. They just needed this to be formalized, publicized, so that Arizona, Utah, Arizona State, Colorado can make the jump. Because I've, I've seen all this, well, they don't have a number, so they don't know what they're jumping for. No, they, they know what the number is. Yeah. They have known. This just kind of allows you to be more explicit about it. Yeah. And – all you need is a number north of what the Pac-12 is being offered by the same two entities, at least the, the ESPN. Well, we remember. And wouldn't wouldn't ESPN rather have uh, Arizona and Texas Tech instead of Arizona and Washington State? Yes. And Fox didn't want the Pac-12 at all. So Fox's offer to the Pac-12 right now is zero. They they want for the schools, but they don't want the Pac-12. And then ESPN lowballed the remaining Pac-10. And if they want that late night window that they've always had and that it's valuable because there's minimal competition. Right. If there's five Mountain and West uh, Pacific time zone schools in the new Big 12, then ESPN can accomplish that. So I think Fox wants the Big 12. Just they want the content. ESPN wants a late night window. This could be a match made in heaven. Even though you and I were pretty giddy about the prospect of CBS or a streaming platform doing something creative. Right. It, look, I think that stuff still works in, but... It's all about money. And if ESPN yeah. and Fox will pony up the cash to kill the Pac-12, position you to be the third biggest conference, I, I think you take it and, hey, seven years from now, you can renegotiate and do a streaming deal or, or whatever. Right. It is what it is. But... Mostly what I learned today was that Canzano and Wilner are not going to back down or change what they think, and they're stupid. They will not go quiet into no. the night. And their whole thing is like, did you see today? They were like, oh, wait, maybe uh, merger is good. <laughs> it's like, okay. That, that ship sailed in the summer of 2021 Yeah, when the Hateful Eight said, hey, let's make a 20-team coast-to-coast conference, add some stability, and they let USC and UCLA push them around and say no – and then now they got screwed over because of it. They learned zero lessons from the old Big 12. If I had a dime for every time the Pac-12 made a right decision, I'd have zero dimes. You'd have as much money as Fox bid on the Pac-12. Yeah. All right. So let's move into some picks. Uh, week one, week zero is washed away for both of us. I don't know what you're talking about. Some call this week one part B. Are we going to get winners this week? I want winners. Yeah, I think so. We're about to enter the... The winner factory. The winner factory, man. 
Okay, that's enough. <laughs> Goodness. All right, let's do let's do around the Big Twelve first. Okay. Then we'll do the, we'll go in depth on the Murray State game, and then we'll do some prop bets slash Discord mailbag. If you want to join the Discord, patreon.com slash gambling gauchos, five dollars a month. Exclusive access to interviews like our interview with Sonny Cumbie, Dusty Womble, Cody Campbell, Fardaz Amac, Matt Mooney, others as well. The Discord it was a little bit quiet when we first launched that around the Big Twelve baseball tournament. It has picked up steam and it is a lot of fun in there. So Absolutely. Uh, football season, great time to join. Okay, around the Big 12, some of these lines have shifted a little bit from when we talked about them at the end of week zero. Let's start with the game of the week in the Big 12, the return of the backyard brawl, one of college football's greatest rivalry games. We haven't seen it since West Virginia became a conference mate of Texas Tech's. Thursday night, 6 o'clock Central. I, I'm very eager for this one. I'm, I'm really pumped to watch the backyard brawl once again and have a little bit of skin in the game in terms of that game is loosely affiliated with Texas Tech now that West Virginia is in the Big 12 with us. Looks like, according to action on the consensus line that opened, Pitt as a six-and-a-half-point favorite, total of 54, shifted a little bit. West Virginia is now a seven-and-a-half-point dog, and the total is 51-and-a-half. Rob, I know you hate Neil Brown. Hate him. But you and I sort of chatting before the show, are we heating up? Are we warming up on West Virginia a little bit? No, no. No? Okay. But I'm cooling on Pitt. Okay. <laughs> a, a worthy I'm, distinction. I'm cooling on Pitt. Uh, Caden Slovis going out and saying F West Virginia. They're playing that on loop. They're sending around on Snapchat. Uh, West Virginia is going to come out even hotter than they would have been. Why give the opposing team more juice? Why? And I understand it's the backyard brawl, but Caden Slovis doesn't know anything about that. He was four when they last played <laughs> and not involved. I don't think he grew up a Pitt fan. Maybe he did, but... Is there bad blood with him and JT Daniels? Maybe. maybe him and Graham Harrell. Graham Harrell didn't make the right decision. Dude, this is an intriguing game. Like, for all these reasons. I mean, it's a rivalry before all that. And then, yeah, when Keaton Slovis said F West Virginia and you throw in, he's playing against a former teammate at the same position. He's playing against his former offensive coordinator, Graham Harrell. There's a lot of juice there, man. Yeah, so I'll take plus seven and a half with West Virginia. I don't think they'll win. Um, but I was, you know, pit blowout. If we would have picked on Sunday, I would have said pit blowout. Yeah, I think with that half point hook, seven and a half, it's a rivalry game. I think it'll be played close. I mean, it'd be really disappointing if West Virginia lost this by two possessions, right? I don't think that's what their fan base's expectation is. It is an away game. For those who don't know, Pitt is 70 miles from Morgantown. And there was one like fan poll. Uh, this uh, this isn't going to be reality, but it said like, who do you expect to see at the game? And it was 75% West Virginia fans. But it might be a two-to-one type situation in Pitt's favor instead of a full, full-blown full home crowd. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm liking West Virginia plus seven and a half. I think that's going to be my pick. This also reminds me, Rob... We're doing a weekly pick'em involving Big 12 games. You can get in on the action on Twitter. There's no no money or anything like that. It's just we're picking for fun. But you can choose every total, every point spread in the Big 12 every week. And I think we're closing in on at least 100 submissions for this week. Expect it to grow, and then there'll be some kind of prize for the winner every week, or at least rec- uh, some recognition, bragging, bragging rights. So get in on that. We'll we'll retweet that so it's at the top of our timeline. But I'm going West Virginia plus seven and a half. Do you have a thought on the total here? Fifty one and a half. No, I, I lean over in most games. Um, new offense, new quarterbacks for both teams. Some new uh, receivers in action. New running backs. So it might start slow, but. 51 just does not seem like a high number in college football, especially in a rivalry game. Yeah, that's you what know, I'm thinking. Like, if it's 28-24, the overcashes. Yeah. And there is some some good quarterback talent in this game. I mean, they were well, both highly recruited. Walk-on beat him out at Georgia. He was highly recruited. 
before that happened. Okay. He's on his third school. He was highly recruited. Okay. By all three schools, I'm sure. Uh, for one thing, just as a complaint here, my action app just forgot who I was. <laughs> and I free logged in. And it's like a different account. So I don't refollow me. It's a uh, Rob Bro Show now. I I don't know. I'm gonna have to go find the Captain Rob oh, account. That's a bummer. It really is. I had thousands of bets on the other one. Next game. Sorry, just complaining. Let's see. Are we are we done with the backyard brawl? Uh, yeah. Central Michigan, Oklahoma State. Yeah, I thought this one was twenty and a half, and I I'm liked sure, it. I'm showing twenty two now. Yeah, I liked it at twenty and a half. Uh, I do have. Oh, by the way, I should mention this. Just for Thursday night, I've got a seven-leg all-chalk, can't-miss, money-line parlay. Minnesota, Michigan State, Virginia Tech, which I'm nervous about, at Old Dominion. They've lost there before. I've got Pitt on the money line. That's the one I'm also pretty nervous about. Oklahoma State, Tennessee, and Mizzou. That comes out to – that's plus 121, those seven uh, money lines together. Love it. I think I might – I don't know. I think I'm still leaning Oklahoma State. Uh, 24 does not seem ridiculous to me. And I know the Central Michigan game was close last time. Um, but look, Spencer Sanders, you still have running back talent. You've got 72 defensive ends that are good. I mean, they're still deep and talented. I didn't realize Central Michigan was 9-4 and four last year. It's pretty good. It is. Considering they probably played at least one Power 5 school on that slate. So, I mean, they're – I think as far as group of five goes, they're they're far from a slouch. But, yeah, I mean, I don't love it, but I think I'm leaning toward picking Oklahoma State. I just put that in on action. Yeah, and they, they beat Washington State to close the year. Eastern Michigan, Ball State, Kent State, Western Michigan. They also closed the season at 5-0 and against the spread last year. The unders were three and two. Did you see how many points the Kansas Jayhawks are giving? This has to be their biggest line since 09. Uh, I'll, hold on. I'll take the under in that game, by the way. 58 and a half. Okay. I don't have a good feel on that, so I'm, I'm skipping the total on action. Which is crazy because I'm going – I'm taking the I'm taking the points, laying the points, and taking the under, which is counterintuitive. Oklahoma State might do it all themselves. Who knows? That's what I'm saying. Well – I think they'll. I think Central Michigan will have a hard time scoring. Yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised if that game was thirty-five to ten. Kansas twenty-seven and a half. That that doesn't pass the smell test. The total. I'm not going to bet this line, but I will bet the total. The total in Kansas games has gone over at a rate of fifteen five and two two pushes. Over the last a couple years, they are the most profitable team against the spread in the country. Most, I mean, uh, uh, I'm going overs. So are you saying that trend continues or are we due to go under? No, it continues. Uh, and again, that's just because they get hammered all the time, which is why they always go over. But I like I like Kansas's offense this year. Uh, the line is only 52 and a half. Um, the total. The to- sorry, the total is only fifty two and a half. Uh, I-, I like where that sits. I'll take the over. I think there's no way. I think when they were, were, were they thirteen point favorites against South Dakota last year? Yeah, and then it was like a tied game. And I was like, sh- and they lost. I was like, surely they can yeah. beat South Dakota by you know even a garbage time if they're by seven, they can get a garbage time touchdown. They won in the last seconds and stormed the field. I'm 27 and a half is too much for any Kansas team until they prove otherwise. So I'm putting Tennessee Tech on the action app. Up next, Colorado TCU in Boulder. This line has ballooned to 14. It was at 11, uh, 10 and a half in some places when we talked Sunday. I'll take the buffs, man, at home. I agree. To Look, stay close? TCU was bad last year, they were bad the year before that. They are on the first first game, first year of a new regime, new starting quarterback. He started a little bit last year, but new from the last three years. They're going to a high elevation game on the road. Two touchdowns is too many. 
for me. I mean, they might do it. And maybe Garrett Riley comes out of the gate. He's got his quarterback now, and they put up a ton of points. For any Power 5 opponent on the road, especially at an altitude like that, 14 is too much for a team that yes. is sub-500 the last two years. 100%. It's just a ginormous line. And and I think there's value. That, like, had you gotten TCU early at 7.5 where it opened, according to action, maybe there's value there. But to get a whole touchdown yeah. where you can kind of fade the public on that. I think I might have even taken 9.5, but yeah. anything past 10 is just huge. Two full touchdowns, that's a lot on the road. And, and Colorado's not good either. Like no. I said, TCU might very well do this, but it, it, that I'm not comfortable taking TCU in that spot. And generally, when a line moves that much, you fade the movement. That's one of your rules. But that's what I do, yeah. So, All right, UTEP, Oklahoma, uh, 31 and a half, the total 59 and a half. I think I would get down on both. I'm Watching UTEP. Yeah. They're just not going to do anything. We're on the same page there. I, I think Oklahoma wants to make a statement. This is kind of different than the other situation. They've also got a first-year head coach, but they're going to weigh out talent UTEP. I don't know if that's necessarily the case with TCU Colorado. I think they want to win this game by 49 or 56. Some teams will take their foot off the gas. I don't think they'll intentionally run up the score in a disrespectful way, but I think they'll cover the 31. And because of that, if they're they might hit the over by themselves right. practically. So. I could totally see Oklahoma scoring 56 in this game. That means if UTEP gets on the board, the over is going to cash. So I'm with yeah. you on that. I'm taking Sooners in the over. All right, final game with an actual consensus line. 37.5, Texas. Total 64.5. Uh, not going to play the line, but I will play the total and go over. I think ULM can score a couple. And again, I think Texas is going to try to score a ton. Um, you might see Quinn Ewers until late in this game. And it's not like Texas has struggled often with opponents like this. You've seen some struggle. I think, what was it, Tulsa a couple years ago or Toledo or somebody was close with them early. But even if they give up 21, I think they'll score 50. So that's the over right there. Yeah, same deal. I think they can just weigh out talent them, even if they're not that good of a football team. I think they also have kind of a different statement that they want to make, which is just that they don't suck. And so, yeah, I don't see a ton of like backup reps or, or letting their foot off the gas. I don't know. I'm not, that's still a lot of points. So I'm not terribly comfortable. I'm probably going to sit that one out. I'll, in the pick them, I'll probably submit Texas and the over. Just like you did, yeah. Same logic as the OU UTEP game, but I'm not. I'm not going to put that on the action app because I don't want it to go against my score. I don't feel confident enough in it for that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play on every Big Twelve game. Should we do that? Should we just do it on action? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll That's what I did. All right. But I did stay away from a couple lines and just pick totals. I don't love it though. I need the people to know that. All right, let's uh, skip Texas Tech for a second and just go to some other games. Do you have any top twenty fives or otherwise across the country that you're looking at in Week One? We alluded to this. I think the twenty one or whatever it is that Louisiana Tech is getting at Missouri is way too high, according to FPI. Sagarin glanced at a couple of those. It's going to be a tough game. I mean, they go on the road to an SEC opponent, but I like that one for an interesting kind of power five group of five game. Haven't looked at some of these top 25 matchups. I, I, I think I lean toward Ohio state covering 17 and a half, which is a giant number against the number five team in the country kind of speaks to how big the gap is between Alabama, Ohio state, Georgia, and everyone else. But, and, and they have struggled early in the season in, in recent years, but I think I will. That's kind of the premier game of the weekend. I think Ohio State will cover as big of a number as that is. All right, I've got three games to ask you about in the top 25. Okay. Uh, first up, Houston UTSA. UTSA plus four and a half at home. And I will take UTSA plus four and a half at home. I'm going to Houston. Selfishly, I think you want Houston to win. Right. 
to to keep them up for Texas Tech. That's what I'm pulling for. All right, Cincinnati, Arkansas, minus six and a half. Arkansas, the home team. Arkansas, the only state mentioned in the Bible. Oh my God! Do we have the rim shot ready? No, I took it off. Oh, well, it says in the Bible that Noah removed the cover from the ark and saw. Yeah. I wonder how many times you've said that on this podcast. I think that's number four. <laughs> but but we have new listeners since last season. so <laughs> Maybe eight or nine, I think, actually. All right. Uh, so Arkansas, biblical. I, I'll, I'll pick Arkansas to cover. Same. The, the six and a half. Same. Uh, last one. Going with a lot of favorites so far. Uh, last, well, I have two here. Okay. Two Pac-12 teams traveling across the country. Yeah. One team I'm fading, one team I'm not fading. Mm-hmm. I'm fading Georgia this year. Uh, Oregon traveling across the country but catching 17. I, I will take the points and hope for the cover. Oregon not only covered against Ohio State in Columbus last year, but one straight up. That was with Mario Cristobal as head coach. Now they've got, is it Dan Lanning? From? Georgia. So he might kind of know the inside secrets. 17 is a big number, but like I said, there's just a huge gap between those three teams I mentioned and everyone else. It's in Athens, you said? Yes. I don't feel good either way. I, I probably wouldn't pick that one. I thought you were going to hit me with Utah, Florida. That's That was what I was going to do next. Okay. I don't see them. I guess they're not ranked. I'll have to get to that one. Uh, but what are your thoughts on that game? I think – so number seven, Utah going to the Swamp on the ESPN app. I could pull it up in action, but Utah's favored by three. I'm, uh, I'm Two and a half. I'm taking the Gators plus the points in the Swamp. Uh, you might as well go money line there, huh? Yeah, I probably would. Inside three? Yeah. Let's see. You can buy uh, plus 123 money line. Sure. I agree. I hate they're, They are a play away Utah is. And a lot of teams are like this, but can't they're camerizing away from not being any good at all. I mean, look at how bad they looked with Charlie Brewer last year. And Cam Rising was a difference maker. So a little bit of a difference there. All right, before we get back to Texas Tech and some props, I just have like one or two more games here. Um, NC State, any thought there? ECU on the road, week one. Minus 11 and a half. Yeah, I, I actually think that's too many points. As high as everybody is on NC State, they've got the potential to be a really good team for sure. But again, I just sort of glanced at FPI, Sagarin, some things like that. And according to them, it should be more like a touchdown type spread. So you get that plus a field goal plus a little bit. I think 11 and a half is a good number to take ECU with. But uh, same deal as Houston. You want North Carolina State to win that game because if they stumble early in the year, then you don't get the opportunity to knock off or have a good showing against a top 10, top 15 team. We've talked about the rest of our future Big 12 brethren. BYU minus 12, also going across the country to USF. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. Final game from me. USC Rice minus 32 and a half. I'll take the minus 32 and a half. How about you? Sure. I also always take Bama early, minus 41. Don't care. They could be minus 72, and I would take them. Hey, hey I would, I'd be really curious about the first half line in that game because I could see them just 28-0 in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. And I don't care who it is, but it's Utah State who looked decent last week, but they were playing UConn. Well, they, they didn't cover by 10 well, or yeah. 14 points for right. UConn, so they actually right. kind of didn't look that great. Um, all right. Before we get into the Texas Tech game, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors, Barnett, Howard, and Williams. Like we said, they're sponsoring the tailgate as well, but they're a longtime sponsor of the Gambling Gauchos podcast. Law firm started by three Texas Tech grads, office in Fort Worth, but they handle cases all across the state of Texas. One of the only law firms in the state that is certified for Title IX student representation. They've defended students, including scholarship athletes, in Title IX litigation at all of the major universities in Texas. They also handle catastrophic injury cases, and for listeners in the Fort Worth area, they handle criminal defense and family law matters. They hope you never need them, but they're here and in your corner if you do. You can learn more about them at bhwlawfirm.com. 
appreciate Barnett, Howard, and Williams being a sponsor of the Gambling Gauchos. Um, early on the Discord chat, uh, is it quarter zip season already? Sure is. It's about 53 degrees in my office every day. I was about to say, for you, I think 365 is quarter zip season. Can be. I mean, I, I, I stay away in like July, but my office is really cold. So yeah, this is a very light quarter zip. I got it at Cardinals, actually. Shout out to Cardinals. Under Armour quarter zip available at Cardinals. So, uh, Thoughts on Kobe Meyer getting the fight like Luke number? I haven't read much about that, but he he was number three going in and I guess did a good enough job in camp to maintain that. Held him off. Jersey number. So Held him off. Good for him. Did they name an offensive player who who will wear number three? I believe it's just uh, the one number three. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it can be offense or defense. It can be, yes. Okay, gotcha. Uh, and Baylor does the, the single digits, which Joey was going to do, uh, but then settled on this instead. Uh, would you uh, crap yourself? We're not doing this. Once no, a day we're not doing for this. a year. We're not doing this. Go to the next question. For a question. Big 12 title. Next question. You know, I'd say define crapping yourself. We're going to do real questions from the Discord mailbag and not this nonsense. What would your ideal mailbag be? A burlap sack or a Easter basket? Burlap sack. Same. Workman. We don't need the fancy grass no. and, and hey, fa- bright colors. West Texas tough. Um, the Lubbockist, good friend. Goat. Goat. Uh, he wants a list post-mortem. Maybe a best moments, best lists. <sighs> I don't want to relive some of them. Some of them, like... Give some high points. People think it's funny, like, oh, Kyle's trolling people on Twitter. Like, it's not fun to get on that app and have 500 people quote-tweeting and calling you an idiot. Like, I can I can brush it off like it's fine, but it's also not like, can't wait to do this again tomorrow. Like, I'll do it for the engagement, and I'm glad we have 10,000 followers. Yeah. But it also kind of sucks. And, like, some people freaking hate it. Like, there are people that don't follow us that... Two and a half months after doing these lists, they're like, these guys' lists always suck. And they're like, crap. Like, this pro- this person's probably seen a dozen of these, and they hate all of them. Good. So, it, it, it's not a good feeling. I thrive on So, it. no, I'm not going to go relive <laughs> the people. So, we're going to do a list of lists tomorrow? That people miss the Zach Evans joke, or this guy ranks Texas Tech number one on everything. <laughs> and, like, Tech will be, like, number 10 and 12 on a list of top 12 alternate helmets yeah. or something. So, I, no, I don't, I don't want to do that, that. That was awesome, though, the Zach, Evan one, Zach Evans one, because you got ratioed into oblivion. Yeah, I think the you guy, guy got, like, got 4,000 likes on a No, tweet. no, 30-something thousand. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he went absolutely for, My brother in Christ, Google <laughs> LaDainian Tomlinson, went super viral. Yeah, and like, but that's all. That all counts to the Gaucho's uh, impressions. So, and we got accused of like bullying on that list, and like tar- we got blocked, targeted harassment, which is like not the intent. Like we yeah. don't, we don't ever get on the app. And like, who can we harass today? Like, well, sometimes. No, not really. <laughs> not like, with a list. Like, yeah, it's a troll. It's a troll list. It's it's June, guys. Like, it's off. First season. of all, it's Twitter. If you're it's signed up joke. for Twitter. You can receive messages. If you don't want to, go private. Anyway. All right. right. Texas Tech. I, I, don't see any, I don't see any other questions. This is all the on the uh, the Discord mailbag. We got prop bets. Did we? Yeah. I'm trying to scroll because... What are you looking at? Well, I went to the mailbag uh, channel and I, I don't think anything's in there yet. So I'm trying to scroll through and look at everything else. You find those. I'll go to the Texas Tech game. Minus 34 and a half. Uh, I'll take Texas Tech to cover. Uh, I don't have any qualms doing that. I think Joey knows that they need a big game similar to what you said with Oklahoma. New coach, new offense, a quarterback that needs to prove himself to a contingent of the fan base. I think they'll come out and Zach Gidley will try to score. I think Taj Brooks is going to have a great game. I think Sir Roderick Thompson, I think the offensive line is going to be tough and nasty and I think you're just going to make a statement game, and you know I feel bad for Murray State. Would love to see that happen. Think there's a decent chance that it does happen. 
What concerns me is it's still the first game of a new regime. And so a couple more things on top of that. Before the line came out, which this is a very unofficial line, by the way, but it's the only thing we've seen out there because it's hard to find an FBS, FCS line. I thought to myself, well, first off, let me back up even further. Our friend Tech Hoops guy said he expected it in the ballpark of, I think, 24 and a half, maybe 27. And I, and I said, I'd probably take it up to like 30 and a half because I think 31 point margin of victory was very doable. And he said, you know, if you're smart, you'll do what this guy's doing, set your own line in your head, and then sort of bet accordingly once the line comes out from Vegas. So that scared me away a little bit. It's like, well, if I said 31 and now I've got to go all the way up to 35, I'd rather just stick to my guns. Right. So that's what I'm going to do. I could totally see a, a huge 56 to 10 type win. That's what I'm pulling for, obviously. The other thing that worries me is the three quarterback rotation. I don't love that. I think you're overplaying that a little bit. I don't know. I mean, you told me that Tyler Shuck wasn't going to play in the second half. I, well, I think that really. I no, I didn't say that. I think that screws with. You said it in our last episode or something like that, or that you'd like to see that. I think it screws with rhythm. It screws with continuity. I don't like that. If one of them is your best quarterback, then play him. If he doesn't play in the second half, it's because they're up by 40, Kyle. Not necessarily. Not if he's just trying to give all three of them playing time, which no, is no, what no, it no. sounds like. Hang no, on, hang on. Let said, me finish though. the point. I don't, I don't care what you said. The guy who's well, making the words in my mouth. The guy who's making the personnel decisions. If he says, hey, for no reason other than to get my second and third best quarterback playing time, I'm going to pull the best guy, that kind of puts a ceiling on how many points you can score, theoretically. So I don't love that. I think you're putting a lot of faith into if he said, Shuck, too. If he said Shuck is the starting quarterback, and once we're up by 50, then we'll pull him, then I'd say, okay, great. Then I hope you do see all three quarterbacks. But if it's 14-3 to three and you start rotating quarterbacks in the second quarter, I don't love that. And I don't know what it's going to look like. So that gives me pause. Uh, we also have some comments on uh, Twitch. And you just lost the Kyle feed. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, if you want to find our Twitch... Subscribe to the Discord. Secret. Patreon.com slash gambling gouches. Uh, 23. <laughs> what? Uh, 23 personnel. He's here. He says, what's up, fellas? Sup. Uh, too many Arkansas jokes. Sorry. Uh, love the live stream watching Mr. Grammar squirm. <laughs> and then the camera shut off. <laughs> Sorry, I had to charge my computer. A decent chance we score 24 points or no. It, Texas Tech, <laughs> if you don't score 24, a lot more problems than what Kyle and I have been talking about. Right? Uh, yeah. I mean, if Texas Tech's um, not obviously. scoring 24, it's it's bad. Yeah. It's an HBU thing. Or a Stephen F. Austin game. I mean, you're in a fight for your life against Murray State, and that is not good. You've had that against Central Arkansas in 2014, and you went four and eight. You had that against HBU in 2020, you went four and six. You had it last year against SFA, and you went five and seven, six and six. Sorry. Thank goodness for Sonny Cumbie. You, Thank you would have gone four and eight or whatever. Yeah, you would have gone five and seven for sure. You wouldn't have beat Iowa State, probably. No. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> All right, uh, props. So I did see first touchdown reception. I saw that prop in there. What would you say on that? This is the easy answer here, and then probably some off-the-board ones. The I'll let you choose one first. Henry Teeter. <sighs> the pride of San Angelo. Here's why. I will say. I think that... In a game like this, you can choose to reward guys for a good summer camp, uh-huh. fall camp. Uh-huh. We just keep hearing his name and what a great teammate he is. There was a story in the Lubbock Avalanche Journal this morning. Shout out to Don. They're going to use all three tight ends. All of them are listed as or on the depth chart, but his name was listed first. Yeah. I think we'll get in the red zone and they'll draw up something for Henry Teeter and he'll score the first touchdown. The the old um, Koontz play. With the yeah. leak, the leak out the back. Yeah, why not? Uh, but I will say this: Teeter is only listed as a starter because uh, Mason Tharp had a concussion and was out for a week. 
and just wasn't in camp for a week. Okay. So Teeter gets rewarded. But yes, I, I mean, everything you just said is true. Uh, Teeter will get snaps and he'll probably be out there first rewarded for, you know, his, his camp. Uh, Miles Price, the most likely. Just because targets and breakaway. Uh, and then I would say Duran Bradley, probably the second shortest odds. Uh, just a big catch down the sideline or whatever else. Uh, first touchdown score prop. Who do you have? Henry Teeter. So, I mean, no rushing touchdown or anything? Just first touchdown is Henry oh. Teeter? Oh, I guess if the if it's first touchdown, I'll say Taj. Yeah, me too. But if it's first receiving touchdown, I'll say Teeter. Taj time. Brooks time. I hate that. Taj time is so good. And they went with Brooks time. I mean, I, if, that's was, if that was Taj's decision, it is what it is, but... Uh, this, this comment says Donovan Smith first touchdown grab. <laughs> if, if all three quarterbacks are on the field at the same time, I I don't know if I like that. What um, I mean, <laughs> what kind of plus money odds would you need for you to take that Zach Kelly will use the personnel package that we suggested to him this summer? Against Murray State? Yeah. A whole bunch of plus. How about this season? Uh, less plus, but... Plus 700? Yeah, I would take that. Okay. Plus 450? Yeah. Plus. Oh, it'll, it will... Look, not only us, we're talking about that this offseason. That, that spread, I don't know if you noticed. Inside the Red Raiders was writing articles about it. I didn't see that. Um, we heard it from other places. Jalen Hutchings will be in the backfield this year. With Donovan and three tight ends? Because that was what we sent to Kitley. Uh, no. Well, yeah, 23 Dude, personnel. Yeah, go, I think If I we're think going jumbo Taj, or heavy, then let's do it. Taj, Jalen, Pistol. Oh, so Jalen yes. will be right by Donovan. So you can, it'll be basically be power eye with three tight ends. Yeah, I think that let's will go. Plus, plus 500. Yes, I'm, I'm okay. laying that down. Let's go. 100%. And you would 100% score with that. Yeah. I mean, if you could do a triple option with Jalen as the dive back. Because well, yeah, well, Taj is 235 himself. Yes. So put Hutchings I mean, at fullback, Taj at tailback. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in for that. Are there any other props from the Discord or otherwise? Do you have some? I've got some. Okay. We already covered first TD. More yards, total yards, passing and rushing. Shuck or the other two guys combined? Total? Yeah, passing and rushing. Mm. Shuck. Okay. More yards rushing. Taj or Sir Roderick? Taj. I'm actually leaning Sir Roderick because I think he'll play longer. Yeah. Leading receiver, Miles Price, or somebody else? The field. Not combined. By I'm the, a field guy. An individual from yeah, the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Who's a leading tackler? Creshawn Merriweather. I think they like to run the ball, and he's your best run defender. I think you're going to force them to throw so much because they're playing from behind. I'll go with a Muddy Waters or Reggie Pearson. Okay. I like that. But I think in the heart of Big 12 play, I think Creshawn Merriweather will be your leading tackler. More often. Three and a half sacks over under? Over. Hammer. I don't think they'll throw that much, but... I have that. I mean, so we're going to be watching Tyree Wilson all year over under um, one and a half sacks. Um, I, I would say under, but if you gave me a yes or no, I would say yes. What? Well, you said one and a half. Yeah. But if you gave me a yes or no, will he tally a sack... Okay. I would say yes, but I don't. I don't think you'll get more than one. Okay. Turnover margin in Texas Tech's favor over or under two and a half. Take three, baby. You think they'll do it? I think they'll try. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> That's not how prop bets work. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's what I've got for the first game. All right. Um, will all three quarterbacks throw a touchdown? No. Will Baron Morton score a touchdown? Yes. Will all three will all three quarterbacks be responsible for a touchdown drive? 
Sure. Okay. <laughs> yes what? or no? Yeah. It's a confirmation. I'm answering like my wife. Yeah, that's fine. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> yes or no? Hey, don't put me in the middle of that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Didn't mean for the podcast to get so personal. That's there. all right, man. We had it on the Discord today, too. I'm still laughing at this comment. Decent chance we score 24 points or no? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think there's a decent chance. Do they mean like win by or? Fi- I don't know. Uh, 50 burger? Yes or no? We'll put it at 49 and a half. No. Total. I'll say no. Team total. Not if you're going to do this crap with quarterbacks. It's my two cents. I'll say hell yes. Do you really think Tyler Shook's that much better than the other two? That you just can't run the offense with the other two? It's not that. I think even if you have two co-equal quarterbacks, pick one. You, they did. Okay, then stick with him. They will. No, they won't. He said we're going to play all three no matter what. Well, he said there was packages. There, You'll put Donovan in the red zone, and then both, both of them will play in the second half. I don't know what it'll look like, so I can't. I, don't, I just feel it's this negative. I don't. It's, it's week one. I don't like this negative energy. You're. It's not negative energy. It's just you know. You're like we're not going to cover. Shuck's going to be the guy, or we're going to lose to Murray State. All these scrubs are going in at quarterback, playing too much. I'm not going to dignify that with a I'm response. Get, that's the vibe I'm getting. Well, your vibe check is off. No, it's not. All right. Final thoughts. Shout out to Diversified Lenders. You can check them out at diversifiedlenders.com. And uh, excited, it's football season. By the time folks listen to this, it'll be two days maximum. See you out at Cardinals. That's going to be so fun. It is. Join the Pick'em. I believe it's yep. pinned to the Twitter. I think we have the tailgate pinned, but we'll... We'll retweet it tonight. Yeah, we're going to resurface it. So just go there, uh, go to the Instagram at Gambling Gauchos, comment to friends for a chance to win a $20 plate of barbecue. Go to Twitter, retweet and follow for a chance to win a $20 plate of barbecue. Um, we're giving away 20, $20 plates between us and Rajinho. So pretty good odds that pretty, you'll be able to do that. Pretty good odds. See y'all out at Cardinals. See you at the Jones. If you see Rob or I wearing Gaucho's gear, come give us a high five. Love y'all.